Welcome back to Clear Talk. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about coaching versus therapy, why building your coaching business like a therapist will kill your success. And then we talk about the first five steps that you need to do when you're starting your coaching business. And lastly, how to handle your family discouraging you from becoming a coach. By the way, let us know down below if you're starting out as a coach or if you already own a business coaching people. Enjoy the show. So we have a list of questions here. We do. So how it works, by the way, guys, is you guys submit your questions to yes. us uh, at askarman.com. Or if you're live right now, you can post it in the comments below. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I actually don't look at the questions until the show. So uh, you like I'm literally giving my ins, like my reflex expertise answers yeah. along with Jay uh, to help you with your business. So by the way, I obviously I built a multiple six-figure life coaching business. And now we have an online business that's six figures as well doing uh, for coaching as well. So we've sold different types of niches. I've done coaching in light, like confidence and emotional mastery. I've done coaching in public speaking for confidence. Yeah. And now we do coaching for business, helping other coaches build our marketing system out. Um, and Jay here is a certified health and... Health and life coach. Health and life coach. I want to make sure. Yeah. So, uh, so both of us are coaches in the field, yeah. um, and in different niches. So, yep. she also fo- focuses on the health side and, and working with that. So, we have tons of experience and knowledge to give you. I've been doing this for years now. So, don't be afraid to ask questions. I mean, you know, we're going to probably help you get clear on a lot of things. So, why don't we go ahead with the first question here and uh, dive into the content? Awesome. So, question number one comes to us from Latoya. Okay. Do you also give training on how to coach clients? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. So in our program, speaking of clients, um, I realized I can't just show everyone in the program just how to create a webinar or a presentation from stage that sells. Yeah. Or that's the best way to sell how to get coaching. But the uh, problem was now we got clients getting, uh, we got coaches in our program getting clients, but they were getting stuck with like, well, how do I deliver a great program? So we created entire trainings on how to deliver a great coaching program. In that program, yep. I show a step-by-step, a five-step process on how to create breakthroughs for your clients. Yep. I show a step-by-step template on how to create lessons, your your content, and put it into an actual template um, to create modules or weekly content or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I show a step-by-step on like how to host those sessions, how yep. to teach those sessions, yep. how to take answer, uh, questions and answers. Uh, so we get tons of training on just how to be a great coach, exactly. right? Yeah. I even teach that uh, being a great coach is a combination of two things, and this is in the lesson video. It's your ability to coach and teach at the same time. Yeah. And so coaches who just coach, like they sit and hey, ask questions or um, you know, use randomized strategies and techniques like NLP, NAC, hypnosis, just to get the person uh, the result, that's a coach. But then we got teachers. Teachers just sit down and tell you what to do, right? Because yeah. they know how, and they teach you the step-by-step instruction. So a great coach does both. Look at Tony Robbins, for example. Look at Tony Robbins, for example, right? Tony Robbins is, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to airplane mode this right now. Give me a second. I don't know why it's not airplane mode already. Come on, Armin. I know, usually it's airplane mode. Okay, so Tony Robbins, for example, he's a coach and a teacher. That's why he's one of the greatest coaches yeah. in the world. Yeah. He go to his seminars and he spends a good portion of the time teaching you new concepts, new step-by-step stuff. He has instructional content so you can follow it. But then he gets people to stand up and try to execute and uh, learn while they do it or whatever, and he coaches them through it. 
Mm-hmm. So your ability to be a great coach is all in your ability to show them what to do, how to do it, and even help them do it throughout it. Yeah. And that's great coaching. So yeah, we give lots of coaching uh, on how to coach. Definitely. Because uh, it's important, right? Yeah. If, if we help get a ton of clients, but you don't deliver good, it doesn't matter how great your marketing system is, your reputation will exceed you and no one will come and buy your stuff. So exactly. we make sure we help you build a good reputation as a coach too. Awesome. And honestly, nowadays, I feel like there's so many, become a coach like things you know if you're looking at it you've seen them Um, but you know one thing that I think is really really great with even our program is it's not really about it's not it's about what you do of course but one step further it's about turning what you do and maybe what you've been subconsciously doing and turning that into a process that you can bring to your clients later right and that's not only about health and life coaching that could be anything that could be anything that you have have done that you're just good at that people are like oh yeah so and so is just great at this yeah but you where you do it and you're like oh i don't know exactly the step by step of how i do it i just do it it's where in our program we kind of focus on that like how do you do what you do can you break that down into a process can you make it a step-by-step thing and i think that's the difference on you know the training that we have to other coaches and other clients just a little humble brag yeah if you (laughs) little humble brag (laughs) if you can't break down your coaching process with the client like what you do to help them get the result yeah you don't know what you're doing you don't understand it's like saying let me get in the car with you yeah Drive me from here to, you know, the city next, the next city, mm-hmm. right? And I go, well, yeah, I, I can drive. I, I can drive there. I can take you there. Okay, great. How do we get there? Well, I don't really know. I'm going to just drive towards it, but I don't know the turns, which roads to take. Yeah. Well, then it's safe to say you really don't know yeah. how to get there. Exactly. Right? You yeah. can't just say, I have a car, so because I bought a car, mm-hmm. I'm qualified to take you there. Mm-hmm. No, you have to know how to, like, take each step instructional instructionally direction absolutely to get there yeah so and whatever system that you do buy i think it's really important that you focus on that part you know the system behind it not just not just the coaching itself right yeah. there's more steps to it yeah. so latoya or, something to think about for sure or else you become like a therapist now nothing against therapy but but it's different yeah very like, different I, I was thinking about that the other day the difference between coaching and therapy yeah but it's it, very it is, very different but here's the funny thing i've talked to so many coaches on strategy calls for free just to yeah. see if we can help them and, like, I don't know what's going on in the market, but coaches are Trying to building therapists. therapy models. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. let me explain the difference. Yeah, go ahead. See, a therapist gets paid per hour, yeah. per session, right? You pay $100, $120, $150, or whatever. And they take on a client, and a client comes, and they say, how many sessions can I buy from you? Maybe there's packages. Like, if you do three months of one time a week or one time every two weeks, it's this much, right? Whatever. Yeah. So they buy sessions. And the therapist... Right? They come, sit down, they do their thing. There's no real process here. Now, I understand going and becoming a certified therapist and yeah. like going to education. I'm sure they teach you concepts and processes. I'm not saying yes, they don't. They do. They do. But I know I've met lots of therapists that can't change their clients, so they send them to me. I'm just telling you from example. I've met a lot of them that just really focus on just the session and just getting their work done, asking the questions, and like hoping the client is going to somehow have Get a breakthrough. Breakthroughs. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't have actually a guaranteed process to getting the breakthrough. They just do their therapy and yeah. hope that the client gets a breakthrough. Yeah. And that's why you got a low success rate with therapists, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and this is a fact. I'm not bashing therapists at all. I'm saying, they, so they do work sometimes, mm-hmm. but they have a low success rate because most people come in. There's no real roadmap. It's like getting in a car and driving around and hopefully by accident you land to the place you were trying to get to. Yeah. Like imagine getting in an Uber that was like, yeah, I'm going to take you home. Uh, there's no map. So I'm just going to drive around. I've never been here. Yeah. But if I cross your house by accident, mm-hmm. perfect. <laughs> now if I don't, Get back in my car every day or every week. Yeah. 
and let's drive around until we figure out where your house is. Yeah. That's what therapy is. <laughs> you, you know, it was crazy because I, I like literally was thinking about this. I wanted to make a post about it. The difference Lauren, that's great. You know. The difference between <laughs> coaching and therapy. And, yeah. you know, my, what I kind of, when I was going through it was like, I think the biggest difference is, and it's kind of going with what you're saying, it's like, there's no action and there's no accountability yeah. and there's no plan that they like that they it's really execute yeah. properly because like I've done therapy. I've been in therapy, you know, being a coach, all of the above, I've experienced the waters and you know, when you're in there with a therapist, it kind of just feels like they're just listening. They're not really they don't they don't hold you accountable. They don't give you steps to take after, you know, they don't really make they don't really, you would know, you give you a push. Would you feel like I mean you're you're in the middle of water but you're just kind of staying up the water. Kind of. It's like you're not moving, you're just kind of like kind holding of. yourself yeah, up. Yeah, that would that would be a good so way to like put it. It's like you go into the therapy yeah. and you just kind of float there and you they yeah. help you like keep yourself above water. Kind of. Whereas a coach is like grab on. Yeah. And they pull you with a boat. A little bit. I would say that Great that's example. True. That's very accurate. Great analogy. Does I would it say that that's felt like that? Yeah, I would I would agree based on my personal experience with therapy. I would say that that's true, you know. They're they're talking you through a circumstance and they're like, "Yeah, like maybe there's this and maybe there's maybe this." Maybe the but waves of the water take you towards maybe. the goal. Yeah, but it's not it's not like a here's your lifesaver. Yeah, no. Here's what you can get out of it, you know? And it's yeah, definitely. So, so, so that's the therapy model. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, no, no. Maybe some people like therapy. I don't know. I don't I care. think therapy is great. Yeah, I'm not saying maybe it's a good first step for a coach. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. I know is this. Look at the business model. They're incentivized to have to get paid because you still have a problem. Yeah. Here's what I mean. If you're getting paid per hour, right, to see a person, yeah. and the only reason why they see you is because they're messed up still, that means the only way you make more money in your business and hit your financial goals is if you have more people with more problems. So you make more money. Listen, this is not a, we can argue about this all, night, all day. This is a fact. Let's look at it logically. If I get a client in January and they're messed up until December, I have, that's a high value. That's like a high um, income client because they're paying me a thousand bucks. You know, let's say they're paying 500 bucks a month. I just make $6,000 from this person versus a person who comes in and I help them within a couple of sessions. I only made a thousand bucks. Now, see, the problem with the model is it's incentivizing me on a very subconscious level. I'm not saying therapists sit down and like, I hope to mess you up. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. that at all. What I'm saying is that it does not incentivize them to do the right, like to just automatically want to help you faster. Yeah. It's almost a little bit good for them that you want to keep seeing them. It's very interesting. And yeah. the only way to see them is if you're still feeling like the problem's not fixed. So, mm -hmm. literally, the therapy model is incentivizing you to not solve the problem because you only make more money if they have to come back. Now let's get coaching for example. See a coach, unfortunately what I'm seeing in the market is they're trying to duplicate that model. I get so many coaches book a call with me yeah. and they're talking to me like, you know, I think I should be charging this much per hour. I'm like, you shouldn't be charging per hour at all. Yeah. Should You're, be charging per program or per, per result. Yeah, yeah. Per, per result. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they go, I just try I'm like, but you're a coach. Right? You're a coach like my my you should be coming to me to help you get somewhere. And that should be what mm -hmm, you're paying mm -hmm, for. And if, if my job is to get you there, and I absolutely. shouldn't, I shouldn't take your money if I it's can't. Outcome oriented. Outcome oriented. Or result oriented. Right. If you want to use word like yeah. Right. And, and it puts fire under your butt because of that. So yeah. get this. In a coaching model, if you try to do a therapy thing, remember, as a coach now, your clients come back over and over. And it's like for me, imagine you charged a hundred dollars per hour to help a coach build a business. Yeah. Well, technically, for me to make thousands of dollars from that client, they have to have, take a long time to build their business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I might make 10 grand over the lifespan of this person, but literally it would take me a year and a half, two years to help them build it, right? But I make more money. And there's a conflicting value system there. I'm not saying I'll, I'll sabotage it personally, but on a subconscious level, guys, remember, if I start helping everybody build their business within a month or two, 
I'm like, I don't have enough money to pay my bills. And what's going to happen is I'm going to fall default to like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I need, either need to close more clients, which is virtually impossible because you're going to have no life left personally in time. Or I'm hoping that I keep dripping it to them so they come back. So it just incentivizes the wrong thinking. Now get this. In coaching, what you should do, the model that works and what we teach, is to sell a program with an outcome. Mm-hmm. So it's seven weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, there's a time frame. Yeah. And your job as a coach is to get this person from where they are to the end of that time frame and in the time frame to get them to where they want to be. And you charge, and because you can guarantee that result, yeah. you can charge a high ticket price. That's why I'm in the high ticket co- coaching community because I'm not here to teach you guys how to make a few thousand dollars from 12 clients paying you 150 bucks an hour. That's complete nonsense. But if you can create a very good bulletproof coaching process and program, that guarantees the result and you have proof to show it like we have with SGC and with Reborn and with yep. all my other programs with yep. ESSA, right? Elite Speakers Academy, I have these end results. I can charge thousands of dollars because now you're not paying to see me. You're not paying for my time. Mm-hmm. You're not paying for my program. What you're paying for is the result. The end goal to actually have a functioning business or an Elite Speakers Academy, my public speaking coaching program, it was to be able to speak on stage and have your own seminar you can run. I taught that in three days. That's why I could charge thousands for that, right? In my Reborn program, my end result was simple. You come in, if you get any problems with confidence, emotions, or your thoughts, or you really, you're just unclear in life, by the time you come at the end of the third day, you have all the tools and clarity and have done the exercises to be clear-minded walking out. Yeah. Clarity and confidence was the end result there. And I did that in three days. That's why I charged so much for what I did there. That's why I make so much money. Six figures in a week can we do for that with, with Reborn. My point to you guys is this. You don't have to trust me or take our biased opinions about this. Obviously, we're biased. But we yeah. also are objective because we've been through it all. We tried different things. She's done therapy. I've yeah. done different forms of uh, $300 sessions. Therapy, selling, seminars, trainings. Blah, blah, blah. We're just blah, blah. selling you what works. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's your choice. Just look around. Look at the facts. It, yeah. What we're saying makes logical sense. It's not even an argument. So, you know, when it comes to like, uh, what was the question? I just want to make sure I... Do you, how do, you, do you give training on how to coach? Yeah, but did we go to the next thing? What was the next question? No. It wasn't about that. Oh, really? No. So we kind of we how had a sub question. Therapy and coaching. Model? We I well we I was thinking about it. I'm like oh, I was just thinking about that because you made a point about it. So we kind of right. You want to teach topic. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you just coach, if yeah. you just talk to. If them. you just coach. So the goal here is to make sure you have a process that mm-hmm. has a start and a finish. And if yeah. you don't, guys, let's just plain and simple. You're not an expert yet. Experts have a play, start and finish. They know how to take you from here to there because they've been there. Yeah. So if you're like, but Armin, I don't. Know, seems about, like if you're sitting in a place you're like I don't know how to. I can't do that. With mine, it doesn't work. It works with everything. There's no, there's no exception to this. There is always a start to finish outcome you can make with a program. Yeah. But if you don't know what it is, that just means you don't, you're not an expert yet. And that's fine. Now, if the Latoya asks, do we help coaches develop the expertise in their niche? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Right? Because we know not every coach, maybe every coach, maybe a lot of coaches have their certifications or they paid the money to become one. doesn't mean they're qualified yet. Certification doesn't mean you know how to coach people. It just means you learned how. Yeah. Right. It's like me learning how to do surgery. It doesn't mean I could go operate right away. No, I got to shadow people, learn. I got to make sure I practice on dummies first. Like you can't just learn everything about it theoretically, uh, intellectually, and think you know how. No, um, is the doing of it. Right. It's like I can learn everything about working out, but until I lift weights, it's I'm not an expert in working out yet. Right. Until I have the muscles. So we have the muscles, and we want to share those muscles. I'm going to take my bicep and give it to you. You know, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to take my left pec muscle and give it to you in your business. Okay. So. Yeah, so, so just be very aware of that. Yeah. You're not a therapist. You're not a psychiatrist. You're a coach. Your job is to sell results, not processes, not time, not sessions. It's results. And that's you do that through a program. And because you can guarantee a program uh, and an outcome and a process that they can actually calculate, guess what? You can charge a high ticket price. Does that make sense? So hopefully that was helpful. Um, and if you need help with that, by the way, we're coming out with a video on my YouTube. 
on how to outline your coaching program, and I show you exactly how to do it. Um, so Go you subscribe. Know, make sure you subscribe Julia. so that you can get that video. Check that one out. Or Thanks you can asking. book a call and just speak with us, and we'll literally train you on how to do all of this. Good. Awesome. She actually has a sub-question, but, you know, we can get that started I'll later. give a sub-answer. Go ahead. <laughs> what should I do first to get started in coaching? Is that the same question? It's like another question. She asked. She has two questions. Yeah. I mean, look, um, if you're completely getting started, just start by free coaching a bunch of people. Like, you have to get clear on the first couple of things. Everybody has to get clear on the WWHY formula. Um, and really, the WWH first. The why comes after from expertise. So, who, what, how? You got to get clear on who you help, what you help them do, and how you help them do it, which is what we've been talking about here. Yeah. The why is why are you any different, which is what we call your new way and what your angle is towards, your method is towards that, uh, which is kind of like the how. But my point is um, to get started, you don't need a certification, right? Maybe you do. Maybe you get the education on how to coach. I'm not saying you don't. Yeah. I didn't get a certification. I read a book. I read books. And I was I, coaching before I got certified. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that too, you know. You're right. Like, I so, was helping people advise yeah, you. Way before um, I got certified. But we didn't even know it. No. But here's how I got started in actual business. Yeah. Um, I got educated. Like, I bought a course from Tony, and yes. I went, and I learned a bunch of NLP from him. Yeah. And I bought his books, and I watched his videos. And I invested. Like, I invested thousands of dollars. I went to the seminars. I learned. Yeah. I'm like, man. I, and then I put it in myself. So here's, okay, I'll give you step by step. Actually, I did a uh, new person who joined our program. Um, I did a one-on-one with him, and I walked him through this. He's, yeah. like, so new. He's, yeah. like, he just ha- doesn't even have an expertise yet. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is so cool. Yeah. So here's the step-by-step I told him. Step number one is choose the thing you want to be a coach in, right? Choose the thing you want to be a coach in, the, the area. Is it parenting? Is it love? Is it relationship? Is it health? Is it whatever it is? Yeah. My my passion was life. Uh, life. Like, I, I wanted to really show people how to think the right way to get what they want in life. So it was personal growth. Like, I wanted to be a coach in personal development. I wanted to be a coach that encourages people to grow themselves and be leaders, right? And the way I want to do that is through emotions because I realized people, how the people behave and how they think is yep. literally everything. So I, that was my area. What was your area when you focused? You're like, I want to do be a coach. Mental, mental illness. So those illness, who are affected by mental illness, uh, overcoming adversity in general. Um, I feel like that's changing, but that's a conversation for a different day. And it's because <laughs> of your experience in life. Your pain became your purpose. Yes, absolutely. My pain became my purpose. I grew up in a dysfunctional family and I saw... Man, people really don't know how to treat each other and don't know how to control their emotions and they're really afraid of life and they don't yep. have confidence. Yep. So I got into that field. So you got to choose, number one. Number two, become absolutely obsessed with this topic. I'm giving you, a, this is a real step-by-step. I taught it with my paid client. Yeah. My paid client sat down with them on Zoom one-on-one. This is what I taught him. First, choose the topic you love and you want to be a coach. And second, become absolutely obsessed with that topic. What do I mean by that? Pick up every, pick up the top five books in that industry on that topic yep. and learn it from the best people in the world. If there are courses out there on that area, like to uh, teach how to do the topic, not how to build the business on the topic, to teach the topic itself, like relationship, like go learn, go buy the relationship coaches, the best relationship coaches course in the world. Yeah. And learn it. Become obsessed. I, I remember I came out, I'm like, I want to be like Tony Robbins. That was me like four years ago. And it's because he changed my life. I went through his program, he literally changed my life. And I was sitting there, I'm like, man, I want to do what he does, mm-hmm. right? So what I did was I bought his course already, his seminar already, like two grand I paid. But then I came back, I bought his books, and I studied them like a textbook. Like I would highlight, I'd take notes out of it, and I practiced the stuff he was teaching in his books. It was yeah. super practical. Then I found his YouTube videos from like 20 years ago when he had like coconut hair, you know? <laughs> he was like, oh, and it was like so much different. His voice wasn't shot. It was crazy. I was yeah. watching those religiously every day. And she knows because you were in that the same office we were working yeah. in. We weren't working together, but we were in the same office. And you saw every day, like 12 hours a day, I'm in front of my computer watching yep. YouTube videos of yep. Tony Robbins 
Fact. Obsessed. And I watched Jim Rohn. I watched Zig Ziglar. I started watching a lot of the great personal development speakers and, and coaches in the world and what they taught. And I took so many notes. I was filling my mind obsessively with information about this subject I was I was happy in. Yeah. I wanted to do. I remember writing my definite purpose down, my goal. I wrote down, you know, I personally commit and dedicate the rest of my life to helping humans um, advance, enhance, and grow the human mind. So that they can by by uh, by like mastering um, like their their emotions in their mind. I remember writing this down. I was reading Law of Success at the time, so yeah. I wrote down my definite purpose. Yeah, and that's literally what I've done for the last four years. I dedicate my life to helping people advance, enhance, and grow their human mind, take possession of it. So it's um, I sat there and I got obsessed. Okay, I learned so much about it. And within weeks, you'll notice if you get obsessed like this, you start knowing stuff. Yeah, like you're walking around, people talking and like. I noticed I knew a lot of answers to things that they were confused about because mm-hmm. I was educating myself on a deep level. So someone might have an issue with their family and I would, for some reason, instantly know, well, this is probably what's happening. You're miscommunicating about this. And then I started noticing in my family and then my friends and I'm like, man, I'm starting to become good at this. So the second step is becoming obsessed. You indulge. Yeah. And every hour you have free, you go and read about it, learn about it. I even torn, like I had no money. I torrented a whole course. <laughs> Tony, yeah, like Master of Influence. Torrent Life, yeah. Yeah, like I, had to, I, I downloaded it for free somewhere, you know, and I watched his entire Master of Influence. I took notes. I learned it. I just obsessed over it. Yeah. Then once you do that, the third thing what I did was, now it's like that you've obsessed over and learned about it. Well, it's not enough. Knowing is not, you know, knowing and not doing is not knowing, right? So what I did is I took everything I learned and I started using it in my life, implementing it in my life. And I, I made sure I implemented it in my life. Every day I was reading my goals. I was focusing. I was med- med- meditating, visualizing. I was writing. Yeah. I was taking action. I was being positive. All the stuff I was learning about personal growth. And I really became a product of the example of what I want to help people do. First, myself. A lot of people skip this part. They want to get straight to the, oh, baby, I want to teach you. But they haven't really learned it yet. They just heard the information. You know, there's a, there's a fun little exercise I'm sure all of us played in school, which is called Broken Telephone. <laughs> if I come over and tell you a story yep. and then I whisper in your ear and you whisper in her ear and her ear and his ear and her ear and his ear and the last person gets up and gets up and tells the story, it'll be a completely different story than what I started with. Yep. 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 And that's how most people in the world learn today. They're getting broken down, broken down, broken down, filtered out, filtered out information. By the time it reaches them, they have a completely different message and it's not the accurate one. Now, because it sounds good, they think, oh, I, this is awesome. Let me go just share it with everybody. And that's what's happening. We had a whole world of people unqualified teaching each other things that they don't know. It's like the blind leading the blind doesn't work so you have to go and make sure you implement it yourself before you start trying to coach people on it do it yourself like you have no right being overweight coaching people on health and fitness no right i mean technically if you're overweight the first thing you should be fixing in your life is your weight problem your health problem you know why you can't coach anyone on anything because you have yet to take any part of your coaching unless you're a business coach or something that has nothing to do with your body or yourself if you have anything to do with personal life coaching, like any type of thing, like family, religion, anything, and you have an unhealthy, stable body, you have not taken the liberty of taking your own intelligence and applying it to make your own self healthy so you have a long and, and happy life. You have no qualification. At least I don't listen to people like that. So that's the first thing you should be doing. You know, If you're in business, it's obvious. Your lifestyle better resemble it. Not just spending money, but you have money. You're worth something. You have a business. You have results. Before you teach someone else how to do something. Okay? So... Huge, integrity is huge here, right? Or else you won't last long. You might make some money. Everyone's dumb enough to pay someone something. It's, it's not hard to make sales. Sales are easy, okay? When you tell someone I'm going to help you do this thing, most people, like, it's a numbers game. Some people will pay you money for that. Like, it, that's not how you build a life, though. 
Building a life on integrity means you actually go and implement. Now, fourth step. So remember, number one, choose what you want to be a coach. And number two, you want to obsess over it, okay? Two versions of this. You can either go buy all the courses because you have the money and just get certified and all that stuff, but don't just get certified and I'm ready. No, no, no. Go and indulge more. Learn beyond. I, I learned from Tony and then I learned from the people he learned from. I went above, above and beyond. Yeah. Or if you have no money, just go and watch every free thing you possibly can so you become intellectually competent about that subject. So you could talk about it if you wanted to. Then you implement what you learned. Don't stop here. Most people do and they think it's enough. You implement. Make sure it's in, you're doing it in your life. Become a product of it to not be a hypocrite. Fourth step, make sure the implementation produces results. Here's the problem. Most people will go and implement wrong and they don't get results. You're not qualified yet. Yeah. Right? I don't care how much positive personal growth I learn and I did every day. If my life is still crap, I don't know yet. You got to learn still. So my life better be a resemblance in results of what I've been implementing. It's not just enough just to do it. You're like, Armin, but for 10 years I've done personal development. That's great, but you're still broke living at home doing nothing and you're depressed. So you for technically you haven't done one second of personal development yet. Okay. So make sure you have results from it. Okay. Now this is very vital and important because when you start coaching others, they're going to be wondering why you're credible and this is the starting point of your credibility. Results in your own life. Right? I might not be able to, like in the beginning, when I was a life coach, I was helping people with like confidence. Yeah. I might not be able to say, I've helped hundreds of people get confidence, but you know what I can't say? I don't get phased by things in my life. If you want to learn how to do that, I can show you because I am a product of it. And when they met me, they could feel it. Yeah. I was more certain than they were. When they met me, they're like, this guy has something I don't like. I want to learn from him. Mm-hmm. If I'm in business, it's simple. Until I have actual money, I can show you on my bank account, not just tell you what I did, but show you actual money. I can open my Stripe right now show you our sales. I show you what I'm about to teach you is working for me. Now, if I don't do that, but I'm like, it sounds really nice, broken telephone. Yeah. I might teach you a marketing strategy you think sounds nice, but it really doesn't work. It just sounds great. But if I can show you the results in my own life, maybe I can't say I've helped all these other coaches become millionaires, but if I show you that we've sold a million dollars of coaching over, over the last three years, you'll be like, damn. Yeah. I, at least he knows he can do it, so let me work with you to do it. That's the first thing. Now, the fifth step, once you have results in your own life, now and only then do you go and help others produce the similar results in their life. Five-step process. How to do, what to do, what's the question? What to do to start, start coaching, What right? should I do first? What should I do first to start coaching? This five-step little process right here, right? Hint and learn. Five-step little process <laughs> right here, okay, is the proven, integrable way yeah. of developing yourself into a qualified coach. So I don't care if you have certifications right now. If you haven't followed these five steps, you shouldn't be touching that fifth step where you're coaching others. So one more time in recap. This is a very this is like a real like practical. Real life practical, like actual rock bottom way of starting. You choose what you want to be obsessed with. Doesn't matter if you think you can or can't. Make sure you believe you can. I had no reason to believe I can be like Tony. I was a 20-year-old kid, like Yeah. And make sure you like it. Yeah, like that, that's make what I mean. Like, choosing like your it, passion okay? about. Okay. Make sure you love it. A lot. Yeah, don't do it for money. Like, so I've seen a lot of young people, they just got into, like, marketing or business coaching. Yeah. Because they thought they could make a lot of money quickly. Yeah. But the problem is, they chose that topic because of money, wrong intention. They go out and learn a little bit about it, right? <laughs> a little bit. They start doing a little bit. To, and you know what they do? They implement that little bit they learn to get you to, to get people like you to come pay them yeah. to learn that little bit. So they don't even do it with an actual product. For example, I built a life coaching business before I taught business coaching on how to build a business. I didn't make money from selling how to make money. I built make I made money from selling how to improve your life. 
So I proved that what I do works with something other than the obvious teach me how to make money. So now that I'm teaching coaches how to get clients to make money, I know I've sold 850 grand of life coaching prior to this and confidence coaching. You see what I'm saying, guys? It's very important, okay? So these people go out and just learn a little bit of marketing strategies, Facebook ads, you know, and then they take that shit, right? I don't care if we swear on this, but we're inside, inside the group. I don't, you can beat me out on YouTube. Yeah. Take that shit, right? And then they go and do a little bit to get you interested in learning how to do this little bit they just learned. Yeah. A hypocritical coach right now. And then they go and get a little bit of results because some few people pay them a couple bucks to learn this little bit. So now all of their credibility has come. Sorry, over here they, they do it in themselves to get, yeah, to make a little bit of money. Has come from the, they monetize from this thing they don't even know about. Like nothing's really happened here. They haven't proven anything in their own actual life. And then they get a little bit and they go, I just made five grand last month from selling a thousand dollar thing for people who want to learn how to do a kindergarten version of marketing because they're like not even born yet. Like that's, that's my expertise. I'm this much higher than you, right? I know this much more. And then they go and they try to sell other people on like, I'm a marketing expert. Yeah. Go back home, please. No, you're not. Okay. You don't have muscle. Russell Brunson talks about cycles. You, you haven't got enough. You haven't even gone through a cycle in your business yet, which means you go through a failure. Yeah. Losing everything, you got to start again. I've gone through three cycles at this point. Only the, three? Three? No, three major cycles. My dad dying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, the yeah. First ever cycles. I made 105 grand my first year, and then I had to start from scratch because the entire model I built was like consulting, and I they don't like it at all. I recall that. Yeah. Right. So I was building life coaching. Yeah. But then I like I got greedy and went to the went marketing to side. I did exactly yeah, what yeah, I just yeah, told yeah. you about. By the way, I did. I'm a, I'm a vic like. I am a culprit of this shit. Yeah. I'm telling you honestly, I did it. <laughs> Enemy number one. <laughs> I, I, exp I experienced it because I was that person. I was yeah. in. I was in unintegrable with myself. I started with this, uh, this drive to want to be like Tony, and then I got lured into the. Well, it's easy to sell business coaching and like marketing, and I started to try to do it, and I made a lot of money. Yeah. I got miserable. At the end of the first year, I had to start from scratch. I stopped everything. So essentially, I started all over again. Hit a cycle. Mm -hmm. No money. I started with like three grand in my bank account. And we had an event coming up that cost 12 grand. And I'm like, man, I just realized I don't know how to build a business. See, I made money. It fooled me to think I don't need to build business skills. But then when I, I lost the money, I realized I don't know how to build a business. I just knew how to get a few sales. This problem I just showed you, I was a person who did this. I've, been, I've come from the dark into the light, you know? Second year in business, we did a quarter million sales. But this time I built it from scratch with seminars and I sold clients and I actually built a live events coaching business. And the cycle there was my dad got cancer and died. I went through this huge low for months. And then at the end of that year, I had to restart again, rebuild myself, reshape myself because the company had kind of lost everything. I fell off so track because life hits you with things. Third year, I traveled to Malaysia. We do seminars in different countries. We had the biggest event ever, right? We did a half a million in sales and coaching. I partnered with Thinking Grow Rich, like on a deep level. It was all this good stuff, right? And then at the end of the year, I hit this like unnatural level of plateau and procrastinating and like from... September and I try to go online without getting any help. I try to build an online business, webinars and stuff without paying someone as if like I could just figure this out on my own and I've never done it. And I try to do it myself and in the summertime, I did a three month sprint, all nighters, no food, no life. Me and Iman sitting here right now, we're literally doing all nighters. I'm sleeping on my office floor. He took pictures of me walking in because I didn't know how to organize because I don't know what I was doing but I was hoping it all work out. We'll get rich overnight. Again, see what happened? We're like, oh, we're going to do this online thing now. And I hit this huge wall, loss. I got totally disappointed in myself. I'm like, man, I really don't know anything. Again, went through this plateau, procrastinated. I got super depressed. I, I added like 20 pounds to my body. I lost like every momentum I had, I lost at the end of the last year. Yeah. 
And by the end of December, I was like hopeless. I'm sitting there like, what, what do I do? Should I shut down my company? Because there was no income coming in. I had bills going out. I had no, like it was just weird. My third cycle. I reinvented myself at the beginning of this year, 2020. Because I learned all over again. Every time failure hits me, boom, build more muscle. I, and then I had the greatest year of my life this year. Greatest year of my life this year. Because of the reinvention from the muscle. Like every time I hit a cycle... You got to start from scratch or you got to get hit with a big adversity and you got to overcome it. You grow. So this person I just talked about has never had a cycle. They don't know anything. Okay. They know nothing. They haven't failed enough yet. So I don't make the rant, but like, you know, follow this process integrally. It might take you time, but if you don't, if you want to sleep at night and also have a business that's sustained for years, do this. Skip any of these steps. Promise you, you'll fail. Promise you. Or you'll be miserable when you make money. Like I was the first year. Yeah. Oof, true story. Do you have any comments? Yep, we have a couple of comments. Uh, the first one, Cindy Soros. Okay. Uh, she says, that is a scarcity opinion. There are many people who, uh, who can use the help of a therapist. Yeah. Therefore, when the therapist finishes with one person, there are many others available to fill the space. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. I mean, well, scarcity in what sense? Because, you know, I like I said, like, I don't... You Have, have you done therapy? No, you did it. You went through mental depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so from my own perspective with a therapist, it's we're talking about the difference between therapy and coaching, right? Not to we're not diminishing, you know, therapy's value or what it therapy does for people, of course. Um, but from someone who has undergone hours and hours and hours of therapy, I would say that the difference between a therapist and a coach is that a therapist is, you know, is listening. They're paid to listen. They're trained in different faculties of the mind, you know. They know about CBT. They know they know about all of these different aspects of what you're doing to yourself mentally that they're talking and educating you through. Whereas a coach has a, has this has maybe similar, maybe different um, uh, systems or processes where they teach you how to do the same thing. So how to get out of your limiting beliefs, how to do all of these, you know, subsequent factors. But in terms of an action plan, and a result at the end of it, I would say that's the, that's the main difference. And I'm not sure that, that that's necessarily a scarcity thing. I don't know what you mean by that. Maybe you can elaborate. But um, but in terms of the, the coaching mindset or the coaching model versus the therapy model, like it's not about it's not really about scarcity in my opinion. But like I said, please go further and describe. But yeah. it's really genuinely about the action plan and the steps, right? Like I could, I could even think vividly back to my action plan um, when I was doing therapy. And it's not... It's not like a it's not like a coach's plan where they can break down your program. Uh, she says uh, scarcity is like thinking there are no more patients to replace the current patient. That means basically well, yeah, she's right about that. Yeah. yeah, there's two ways to go about it. It's either you help every. It's like Cindy, I actually agree with you. Unfortunately, I'm saying the market doesn't do that though. What do you? They mean? don't. They don't think like me and you. Yes, there is a in a perfect world, a therapist's goal it would be to fix you in as soon as possible, and then just get an abundance mindset of getting more clients. So their business flows instead of having oh, to... Yeah. Oh, she's talking about the point that yeah, you made. Oh, yeah, I agree oh, with that. Oh, 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 okay, okay, but, okay. See, my problem was, as I was growing my life coaching business, I met therapists that didn't think that way. Their goal was to sell you tons of sessions. Like, when you would meet them, they'd be like, I'm going to say 12 hour, uh, uh, hourly rate sessions in advance for like three, four grand. And I'm like, but I would meet the therapist. I'm like, but what if it doesn't take 12 sessions? What if you could do it in six? You just took the money for no reason. Or they're going to have to come, come back oh. for no reason. Well, no, or, yeah, yeah. why do... Why are you... Like, why even take that long? I'm like, are you not good enough to fix them? To help, like, help them realize the breakthrough within four sessions? Like, maybe this is a level of skill set, but I agree with you. Oh, I think if every meant. coach thought that that's way... That's what you meant. Got if it. every coach thought... Uh, if, sorry, if every therapist thought that way, yes, 100%. But they don't. 
They don't. Hands down, they don't. And I met lots of them. You know why? Because in the beginning of my first year, I was challenging them. I tried to follow Tony's footsteps. I was like, I'll fix you in a few sessions, one session. That's actually how I started my business because I got inspired by how he did it. So when I met therapists, I had this ego. And I'd be like, well, you just still meet people. But um, in one session, three hours, I break the person through. Yeah. And I actually did. Like, I was good at it. Not all the time, but when I did it, I'm like, damn, this person doesn't need to see a therapist anymore. My point is that the mindset's different. Yes, if every coach, uh, if every therapist thought, oh, I'll just get more clients, 100%. But here's the next problem that you are not considering. Therapists are not marketers. They are not salespeople. They are not business owners. Therapists go to school to learn how to do a job. And if they do not get clients, which are responsible for, they will not suffer. So tell me this. Which one do you think a therapist will do who's in a financially tight situation? Try to go learn marketing to build a business to get more clients to come hire them? Or sell more sessions to their current clients? Gotta really think about it. But a coach... Their integrity is tied to the end result. They don't get you there. They don't earn the money. That's how coaches should be. That's how I am. So, what's the next question? Oh, is there more comments? A couple of other comments. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, Imani says, coaching is not therapy in any way. The yeah. client is healthy and whole and coachable. Yeah. Not always. Uh, I don't believe so. Not always. Wait, is, there a, is that a question or a comment? It's a comment? That was just a comment. Yeah, no, that's not true. Clients well, are not depends. always whole. It depends. it depends, but not always. Not always. Not always. I don't want to get into the subject of like whether people who need coaching and therapy are broken or I don't. That doesn't matter. The yeah. point is the model. We're just talking about the business the model models. of therapy versus coaching. I don't, yes. I'm not talking about the actual doing of the thing. I'm just talking about the business model. Um, but that's not always true. And, and we're also assuming in therapy, you got really messed up people in coaching. You have like good. No, that's not true. No, no. I've had people come to me for coaching that are like traumatized, like yes. PTSD. Yes. I had a person who was suicidal. I had multiple suicidal people. Suicidal come to my, my coaching, my reborn coaching program, and they decide not to. Yeah. So a therapist wouldn't have helped them with that. I know that for a fact. I know how this person was. Therapists would not have made them uh, undo their thing. They even wrote down a date. They wrote down a date of when to take their life. And I know because they came after my first day of my seminar. After the first day, the second day, they came back. They're like, I did this a week ago, and I accidentally showed up here because my mom brought me. And I decided not to do it. Thank you so much because yesterday you helped me. You know why I helped you guys? Because I have an actual step-by-step process that takes a person from where the hell you are depressed and not knowing what you want in life to confidence. I broke that. I became an expert in that field. So a therapist would just ask her questions and she probably would have never found out or inspired her enough to want to rip that piece of paper up. But I did. So that is coaching, okay? That's what I'm trying to get across to you. So it's not about, and she was like at the bottom of the bottom, okay? To this day, she's like, she's still in the program. She's still my friend. She's awesome. She's living a life like she would be under the ground right now if she didn't go to a coach's program. Just saying. Okay. This is, there's no, there's no absolute answer here. I'm not saying, like no, I no. said, there's, everybody's right. I'm yeah. just trying to give you perspective. That's the point of the show. Think about it, you know? So yeah. Whatever. Um, What's the next comment? Jessica Corey. She says. Hey Jess. Hey Jess. Therapy isn't about how many sessions. Their job isn't to fix you. The job is to help you heal yourself. Like both are helpful. Coaching. Hundred percent. Yeah. They they both have their own perspective. Like their own. And they have different purposes. Purposes. Yeah. What we were talking about is that coaches think they're therapists. We're yes. not saying and therapy is wrong is, or doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're Let's we're not comparing the two. It's like saying a pickup truck versus a van. They have different purposes, yeah. but they're both cars. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if a pickup truck starts to try to do what a van is doing, we have a problem. <laughs> You don't put yeah. your kids in the back seat of the pickup truck. You buy a van for that. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So if you're in the business of a coach, you're in this community, you're not a therapist, I'm trying to tell you the main moral of the story of all of this is if you're a high-ticket coach, yeah. do not sell your program, don't sell your coaching like a therapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let the therapist do that there. Yeah. 
you focus on building an end result of program if you want to be a coach. Yeah. I hope I'm really clear here, right? I'm not saying don't therapy. I don't. I have no business talking about therapy. What I'm saying is I'm a coach. Don't confuse yourself as a minivan when you're a pickup truck. You have a different purpose to people. So maybe the person has a therapy and you as a coach. Fine. What I'm saying is make sure you know your business model. Capiche? I've never said that word. <laughs> Capiche? Yeah. So two questions. Yeah. Uh, first one's again, that's uh, Jessica Cole. She's like, are you talking about me? Question mark. Yeah, Jess. Uh, and Love you. <gasps> Uh, trying to keep it Didn't have to. Trying to keep it confident. Didn't have to call yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, She's probably like, is there another person? <laughs> Who else? I mean, technically me. I'm one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there's a much earlier question. <laughs> you don't just drop something like that on me. That one you asked. Oh my god. Go Did you actually? Go ahead, Iman. Is that why you're giving a thank you letter? Go ahead, Iman. Ask her. Yeah. Uh, next question wow. from Iman. Did Love you this. actually? Go ahead. No, seriously, hold on. Stop the show. <laughs> Remember that time? Isaiah's going to do the like Isaiah's going to do the the records crack. No, I wasn't. Isaiah's going to do the the records crack. I was going to do the the records crack. I was going to do the the records crack. I was going to do the the records crack. I was going to do the the records crack. I was going to do the the
to like six years later have be a millionaire, that's that's something you want to learn from. Because you're like, how did you do that? How many cycles did you go through? How many times did you start something and fail? Yeah. Between my between the age of 17 and 20 years old, I went through at least a dozen business opportunities that I just totally failed and was embarrassing. And I didn't care. I kept going. Yeah. Cycle, cycle, cycle. Network marketing, MLM, set door-to-door, telemarketing, online, pay 20 bucks and make $2,000 a day. Bullshit. Yeah. You know, Forex. Everything. Because <laughs> I was trying. I'm like, I want to be successful in my life. I want to have money. I want to have wealth. I want to have, you know, so I'm like, I'm going, going, cycle, cycle, cycle. And I made it. Yeah. So now it's like from the age of, you know, uh, 17, I'm like, I want to set up to do this by, by 25. Now, like 25 is coming up next year for me. I'm like, man, I've gone through six years of cycles. What is it? Seven years of cycles by now? Yes. Yeah, seven years of like several cycles. Now in my business currently, I've had three major ones. Yeah. Right. Because I got better. Of this current business model. Right. But I'm like, I'm like seven years started as a kid who was a dreamer. And I realized that seven years later, the persistence got me to last long enough to see everything. So cycles really build your muscle. That's how you know if a person's good, if they're still lasting after all that stuff. I want to hear about how the person faced all odds and still figured it out. Not Absolutely. the person who is really like winning today and it was easy. Yeah. So what's the next comment or question? Let's move on. Uh, it is, uh, it's from Terry. He says, coaches are there to give advice on how they did it for themselves and are passing their perspective onto the client by sharing their techniques. Very, very close. Yeah, I was actually going to say, see, a therapist um, or psychiatrist, these people go to school and get educated on how to help the person in that field. Whereas most coaches, or at least what I see the most successful coaches, they're actually living examples of what they're doing. Yeah, so they're actually like a person of it. Yeah, It's the difference between me, get this, really good example. It's the difference between me going to school to learn how to sell a car and having a bike. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't really drive cars, but I learned how to sell it so I could do it. Yeah. Versus a person who has owned several cars. And has learned what's good and what's not, and what doesn't work and what does work, and is teaching you how to have the best car. Yeah. So, you know, personally for me, like I said, therapy has its own place for people maybe at the lowest, lowest that just need someone to listen. And coaches may not be the best situation for that, actually. Absolutely. Coaches might be a terrible uh, solution for someone who just needs healing and a listener, right? Because mm-hmm. coach needs to take you through something. Absolutely. So you, sometimes you need someone that just listens, and that's where the respective part of the other uh, market it, it has therapists and psychiatrists. And I agree with that, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, but it's the difference between someone who's educated in the field and someone who's lived in the field. So, so you know, it's a, that's a really good example. Um, it's very similar to the education system. Teachers, 99% of them are not experts in what they're teaching. They went to school to learn how to teach it, right? So if I take a business class with my business teacher in high school, they'll teach me concepts they've learned but never done. Or maybe they've tried but they really haven't been successful. Or maybe they are successful but they're not successful enough to quit their teaching job. And very small part of you is going to argue, but what if he likes teaching? Well, if he does, he'd go do it on a mass scale in his business if he was that good, right? Versus the person who's actually built businesses and mentor people. See, they're both teachers. It's just one's lived it. But for a high school kid, maybe the business teacher is a good start because uh, a mentor would be too much. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe a mentor, in other cases, the person has more drive and needs someone more than just a teacher who learned it but doesn't know how to take you in the field, needs the person to coach you through it. Everyone has their own needs, right? So, comments or questions? Anything else, Iman? Okay, cool. cool. Yo, well, thank, uh, by the way, thanks everyone for the engagement and just asking questions. I love this. Like, bring it on. Bring more. This is the, it's for you guys, right? Absolutely. Is there anything else? Yeah, Arvin just says, mm, interesting insight. Uh, you have to get through a couple of failures to really succeed. 100%. That's why it's absolutely, like, ridiculous to be afraid of failure. It's like you need to go through it. So the faster you fail, the better. Absolutely. Like, Oof. you should run towards it. Like, take your greatest fears that could possibly happen 
and run towards it. Like, don't, don't go deliberately trying to fail, but go against it and try to not fail. And then if you fail, it's like, okay, let's go. There's there's so it. much lessons in the failure, in the darkness, yeah. all that. Oh, that's where all the it's lessons are. It's pivotal. Yeah, that's where all the lessons it's are. It's pivotal like, to the process. Yeah. I love it. So we have maybe time for one more question. Well, how much? How long has it been so far? Uh, we're at Let me check the OBS audio. It's been 49. Oh, we're good. Okay, keep going. One more question. One more question. One more question. Bye, boys. Let's stop real quick. If you're on YouTube, by the way, make sure you hit, you guys are YouTube up there, make sure you hit that, um, oh, by the way, I've been talking to that this whole time, so Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, what's up, guys? We, we're still here. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that notification bell to make sure you subscribe and get weekly valuable content. We release yes. two videos a week, Clear Talk and our training videos um, to help you build your business. So make sure you hit that and subscribe. Leave a comment down below what you've been loving about this so far or maybe yeah. some of the concepts if you agree or disagree. I'd love to know and chat with you in the, in the comments. And if you're on Facebook, guys, like if you know anyone else that can benefit from being in this community, by all means, feel free to, uh, you know, uh, invite them in if they're a coach or wanting to be a coach. Yeah. Not just random people. We want just coaches that are desiring to get the high ticket coaching or, um, you know, are already and they just want to learn more and level up their skills. So, but if you are on this right now, why don't you do me a favor and hit like one of those emojis, the like, the heart, maybe the care, maybe the, right? And so we get the engagement so everyone else in the group can hop on and see it later on, see the replay and see yeah. it was fun. And uh, keep on asking questions, guys. This is for you. And we really get nothing out of it, honestly, than more than just getting here and helping you guys out and adding some value. So this is really for you. So uh, thank you for the engagement. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So what's the next question? Okay. So there's the next question, but I kind of want to skip it and ask this other question. Well, what, what like is the question? So I know what, what you're skipping. The anchoring one. Yeah. Okay. What's the next question? Um, telling your family you want to quit your job to do coaching. So what's the question? How do you do it? What do you mean? How do you just do it? How do you approach the discussion? Hey mom, I'm quitting my job to do coaching. <laughs> Okay, when you ask that, you really are just asking, how do I manage the bad reaction I might get? Right? Because you're fair. Well, let me ask the question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the question is, how would you approach the discussion with your family or girlfriend of wanting your of wanting to quit your job to do coaching, even if you aren't making money through coaching yet? That question is from Fraser. Fraser, great question, man. It's a wonderful question. Yeah. So let me let me answer in reverse. Even if you're not making money in coaching, is where everyone starts. So that's not an option. It's not like it's default. <laughs> yeah, it's a default. Everyone says it's not like an option. It's not like there's someone out there like you, Fraser, who's like, "Well, I am making money. How do I still talk to none of them?" There's everybody is not making money when they start. Number one. It's how anything is, by the way. It's like how do I talk to my family about growing crops, even if I don't have crops yet, and quitting my uh, my uh, my mailman job, right? It's like, but you know, you'll be rich if you grow a farm. But it takes time, right? So it's like, yeah. how do I explain to them, even though the seeds I just planted yesterday aren't blossoming through the roof, as <laughs> if nature has a magical formula for that, right? So it's like, that's a default. It's not even a question. Anything in the beginning, you have no results. That's the whole point. Yeah. Now let's go back to this, right? Your girlfriend, your thing. So my immediate, I mean, like, do you have an answer for this? I do a little, yeah. A so little or do you have an answer? No, I have an answer. I, have okay, an answer. I want to see what you were going to say. Because I, yeah, go ahead. Awesome. So the first thing that I think about whenever anybody asks me, you know, how do I tell my parents or how do I tell my family based on what's happening in my life? Like, for example, you know, way back when, when I wanted to be an entrepreneur at like 18 or 19 years old and I wanted to quit my job and I wanted to drop out of university and all of the above, um, you know, you had to have very difficult conversations with friends and family that you make you sound like you're a psycho because you're like, here's the thing that I wanted to do initially, but I've changed my mind and I want to do something completely different. I've got, you know, no experience in it, but I'm going to see what happens, right? 
So my first response to that in that moment in time for me was uh, I just didn't say anything and I did it anyways <laughs> because I knew I wanted to do it. So if you know you want to do it, you don't really have to explain yourself to anybody. You can kind of just do it. But on the other side of things, if you want to, you know, be honest and open and have that conversation with people, it's pretty much as simple as just having the conversation, right? If you have the belief in yourself, then that's really all that matters. And you shouldn't let their opinion matter. Like you shouldn't let their opinion affect your decision. Whether they say you're a complete idiot, why are you going to do this or not, should not affect your, their, your decision to want to do it in the first place. If you go and tell them this, that you want to be a coach, if you want to be a, I don't know, you want to be a go-go dancer or whatever it may be, and they say... Don't why? be a go-go dancer. <laughs> and they say, why would you want to do that? That sounds crazy. Da, 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 da. You have blah, 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 blah. Is that going to change your decision? Are you going to stop doing it because they said you should? Or are you going to do it anyways? So that would be my initial answer. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. You have to understand... In human nature... The unknown is a thing that most people fear. Places they've never gone, they'll always fear. Because uncertainty is a scary thing. Because most people don't have faith in life. And so when they go into an area of uncertainty, they don't know what can happen. And so their default is to be afraid. And they reject ideas that are outside of their common sense of what they know and their reality. When you decide to do something that is far beyond the reality of your close friends and family, you have to accept and expect an instant reflex of skepticism. With the exception to a few times when people are just have good attitudes of life and positive people, they'll encourage you. But that's just an exception. Most people will reject or infuse doubt in you because they themselves don't know how to do it. Always remember this. You'll never be criticized for going to do something from someone who's doing more than you. You'll only be criticized by someone who's doing less than you. And when you decide to do something, it should be your decision because you live your own life. I also did not ask anybody's permission. I just decided I'm going to do it and I did it. And because I had that kind of certainty in myself with zero reason to, People kind of just followed. Family just kind of, oh, okay, we'll see. They didn't get in my way. Now, if you're in a family or an environment where they do try to deliberately stop you because their fear is so out of control that they think you're going to ruin your life by doing something they don't understand, then simply put, do not tell them. It's nobody's business what you want to do with your life. It doesn't matter your age or your obligations to somebody. Again, with a slight exception, if you're in a marriage... I'm assuming being with your other significant other, they should be a part of everything. Yeah. In that case, and I listen, I talk to people on phones that want to work with me and pay for my program and they have those, well, yeah. my wife or my husband has to know because we do things together and I understand. But at the end of it all, mm -hmm. you're in a trustworthy relationship with this married person with you because they're supportive. And so it still applies the same rules. It just means you can talk to them about it, but... You're not going to talk to them with the option where they can shut you down about it. Yeah. If you know what you want, you go in with the stance of, I'm just letting you know I'm doing this. Not, <laughs> should I do it? Yep. Are you okay? No, no, no. Yep. I'm just letting you know I'm doing this. Because I love you and I respect you and you're, you're, you're in my life. A couple things. If your immediate family or friends think you're crazy, you're on the right track. 
Because, <laughs> you know, all the chickens on the farm are going to try to put you in a psychological hospital when you say you're going to fly because you're a hawk. And that's okay. Just remember, when you get that kind of reaction, it's because you are different. That's a good sign. I was crazy for years trying to build this life of mine off nothing. No education, no post-secondary education, no past experience, no immediate, no help from family to think I could become this person and, and make all this money. They think you're crazy. That is a good sign. To me, I'm like, if all the people who are kind of living settled life and they're okay and they're kind of not really achieving anything great, they don't want to do anything bigger, if they're happy with how I'm doing things, there's a problem. That means I'm like them. We're on the same level. And it's not an egotistical thing. It's just a matter of our goals are different. So if your goals are bigger, big goals are always going to small, uh, scare small thinking people. And not, again, not to put these people down. It's yeah. just their size of thinking small. If the only thing people around you are thinking about is how to pay their bills and get their work done, and like they, can, they have the capacity to talk about a sports game for one hour and get heated up about it, person's mind is small they really don't know the power of their own mind their own potential because they would not be wasting it on on like mini school day-to-day things and that's just a fact and if it offends you it's probably because you are indulging that kind of stuff so you know when you start hanging around big thinking people you realize there's a huge difference very big difference with how they think they consider ideas talk about processes and systems and things like this talk about how there's a great restaurant down the street and they spend 45 minutes telling you about how the burger tastes so good. They don't. They just they don't do that. They just don't. They don't have habits that consume six hours of their day. And they just talk about all... The, no, they have goals. They have purpose to work into ours. If you're going to become that person, do not expect your immediate family or friends or loved ones to understand. First thing, don't, don't expect that. And that's okay. Because they'll always doubt you in the beginning... They'll be afraid for you. They'll be worried for you because they love you. But when you get there, they'll be the number one supporter. I encourage you all the way. I knew it from the beginning. <laughs> sure. Mom, I love you too. Yeah. So there's not, it's not a question about how. You do it. You know how. You just do it. But the approach you should have is in confidence. See, the only time... See, my mom, my dad, my brother, my friend, family and friends, they would have been worried for me if I had come in doubting. Let me give you a little secret here. If I went to my mom and my parents and my family and said, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate my life to becoming a coach and building a business in this. I'm not going to go to school. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to quit the income I have right now. I'm going to do this. See, if I came in like that, they'll be like, we believe in it because they're like, they're vibing off my energy. And I'm like, yeah. man, I'm so believing in this. If I come in, I go, guys, I was really considering, you know, being a coach. I, I think you can work, make some, you know, it's going to be hard. <laughs> You know, they're gonna look at me and they're gonna be worried because like, it doesn't look like you really believe in it. <laughs> yeah. And now they're worried for you because like, uh, it doesn't look like you're really committed. So out of love, they're gonna be worried for you. Like, oh, you should keep your job on the side just in case because they don't believe you. Just because of how you're showing up. But if you show up, like guys, I'm doing this. With or without anybody, I'm doing this. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know because I love you. Man, you'd be surprised. They might turn around like, sounds stupid as hell, but sure, let's do it. I mean, we hope you prove us wrong. Yeah. You know? See, see, like, I have a brother and I love him a lot. We think differently. 
And I remember when I was 17, I got an MLM opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, it was Amway. I'm like, oh, I want my brother to do this for me. I want to connect with my brother. He's a good businessman. You know, he's a good salesperson. I, I, would, I would blow this up. You know, I had a very good intention. Pure, I was a naive young brother. I'm like, yeah. Do something with my brother. I want to, I'm like, man, we're going to get rich, make millions of dollars. We're going to just get everybody to stop shopping at Walmart and shop online instead. And we'll make money every month, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 we'll talk about it. Yeah, sure. And I go home and I tell him the whole presentation. And I'm like, I actually, like, I was the first time exposed to this stuff. So to me, I was like, I just discovered gold. I thought, meanwhile, all these guys have gunk in their mind about their past experiences with this stuff. I didn't know. And I go up to him, I'm like, bro. You know, if you do this with me, it's going to be so awesome. Blah, 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 blah. You don't have to do this anymore. You can do this. And he goes, man, man this stuff doesn't work. <laughs> He's like, don't waste your time I'm thinking back to every conversation I had yeah, with all family. of my family members. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's playing in my head. My mom, my right? I'm, I'm like, like it's PTSD. I'm like, oh, God, every conversation. Every conversation, you know? Yeah, you okay? You know? And I remember at that time, I'm telling him big numbers. Yep. Because I'm yep. thinking big. I'm like, man, we're going to make millions of dollars. Yeah. He's saying, and at that time, he was making good money, like five, maybe to seven grand doing sales. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bro, no, I don't. See, for him, he's like, 10 grand was probably like, he's rich. See, the thinking was different. But I was like, my mind was so open and vulnerable, I let people fill it with a bunch of dreams. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And we were on such a level of different goals. And what happened is, he never believed millions of dollars is something he can do. Right? We went on with our lives for the next five years. I eventually re- realized I shouldn't be forcing my family to agree with me or to be a part of my goals. I should just focus. That's what I realized eventually. I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I trying to convince them to, to agree with me or like it? Or, I'm like, yeah. I have no expectations. I love them. They're my family. But this is my life. Absolutely. And you know, now I've reached a point, guys, where we do like six figures in a month. You know, I have events where we've done over 130 grand. Now, believe it or not, I don't go back to my family and tell them. They actually don't know how much money I make. They don't know. As a coach, they don't know. Unless they deliberately ask them, they don't know. They don't know how much I made last year. For the first time recently this year, I was doing my taxes. And, um, you know, COVID happened. There's loans going on, all this stuff. So we were just talking about business. My brother owns a business as well, uh, like a brick-and-mortar business. He has a shop. And uh, because he doesn't think like a successful businessman. I know, I love him, but I know he doesn't. He hasn't put in the work like I have in personal growth and he has no cycles, right? When we're sitting down, he was doing his taxes. I think he like revenue, like maybe like 80 grand. Not bad, right? But no profit. And I'm sitting up talking to him like, man, we did 500,000. Our profit was in the six figures. And, and like, I think for the first time ever, he heard like what I actually make. It's actually a funny moment. And I think about that. And like, he was like, what you mean how much like he actually didn't believe me he's like what do you mean you made how much what are you talking about i'm like yeah we did like our events like we did this much and to me i'm like that's normal right i'm like that's not enough i want more yeah <laughs> right but he's like what the hell like we have like twenty thousand hour weeks like th- this is not conceptual to him and when i'm saying here i'm telling you this there's a reason i'm telling you this because i i finally like i realized you can't fit you know an elephant into a rabbit's hole you just can't. Yeah. They have to want to increase their own hole, like to, to, to fit more in their thinking. So you just, you can't expect them to understand. But because you think bigger, just realize you're going to get to places they've never dreamed about. Absolutely. But you'll be an example. Because now I encourage him. Hey, man, you can do more. You know, you should go get that car. You should, you could do better, you know. And now he's like, man, this is an example. My brother's doing it. I could do this. But you can't expect to be on the same, like, thinking. People are different. Absolutely. So, Frazier, my, my, my real feedback to you is, like, 
Just go in, man. Have faith. Absolutely. As long as you know internally you've committed to the rest of your life to do this and to live a life like this, and so you, so you have no conditions, like I'll quit in 10 years if it doesn't work. Or if it takes more than 10 hours a day, I won't do it. If you do that, sure, you'll go in with doubt. And if they see the doubt, they'll be worried because you're giving it to them. You're just sharing the doubt with them because you don't even know if it's going to work. But if you go in knowing you ain't going to quit until it works, they get a different energy from you. So it might not mean that they're going to be gung-ho about you doing this, but it just means you won't walk out discouraged if they don't. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Walk in with confidence, and that's what they'll feel. And now they'll be inspired by you, but in the beginning, they might doubt you. They will for sure. Eventually, they'll be inspired, you know? And now my family loves me, encourages me. They always talk me up. It's, it's kind of awkward because now I'm like, I don't want recognition about it. They'll be like, oh, my son, he does this. Oh, my brother. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's like, I remember four years ago when I was borrowing 500 bucks from my mom to believe in me to start a business on something. And she was like, oh, you better pay me back. And you know, <laughs> she's like, that kind of person. Now she's like, oh, you know, like I pay her bills for her. Do you understand what I'm saying, guys? Like, just have faith. Okay? Absolutely. Faith is important for any person starting any endeavor because it's the only thing that will put you through long enough until you see the result. If you just require... If you need the results and the evidence to show immediately or, or in a short period of time for you to keep going, yeah. then don't ever get into farming because you'll fail. Because there's a minimum turnaround period of at least three to six months for any crop. And uh, if you can't make it that long, you, you will not get there. Um, don't ever get into fitness because you'll never grow pecs over a month. You'll never grow a nice butt over a month. It just won't work. So things that are good in life that are worth working for take time. Would Absolutely. you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, on that point... Uh, if you guys watch Saturday Night Live, there's a wonderful woman by the name of Issa Rae who was on it yesterday. Ten years ago, I was watching her awkward black girl YouTube videos. Ten Damn. years Damn. Of, of filming, editing, and writing her own YouTube content that people watched online. Yeah. Where today she's on SNL, where she's, you know, breaking records, getting, what are they called, Emmy nominations? Yeah. You know, titles and things. Ten years. Damn. It's not overnight. In a year, it doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. Honey, strap in. Honey. Strap in. It's going to be a long time, you know? And yeah. even on the back of what you just said, in general, your friends and your family, you know, they love you, but if we're talking about business, yeah. they might not, they're, are they your target market? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Are they who you're trying to are sell? Are they even qualified to tell you what is right? Like, have they done it to know if it doesn't Have work? they built a business? Right. Have they built a coaching business? And then even if we want to talk about coaching in general, like you're not here because you just you just woke up one day and you're like, you know, maybe I could be a coach. No. Coaching is a calling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, coaching is a calling, ladies Hashtag it. You know coaching what I'm is a calling. About? Like you I like that. You wanted to be a coach for a reason. It's true. Damn. So why does it matter what yeah, they have no, to say? No one wakes up like I want to get rich. I think coaching is a great business. I want to listen to people's BS yeah, and no, help them through it. No, no. calling you. You right. gotta love. You gotta no, love Jay, them. Come on, let's go. Bring more of that fire. Bring more of that clear talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get the clear talk to clear walk. Forget about your family and friends, man. Whoa, whoa! I just <laughs> get the clear talk. The clear walk. <laughs> no, like you gotta. You can love them, but you can like. That's loving them is not. They're this. not your coach. Come on now. Their opinion roughly ever matters, ever when it comes to your goals. Listen again. If they are not doing more than you in your field, there's no point. Of, I was lucky. I listened to an audio. Okay, right before all this, like I blew up and like I started doing this stuff, and I brainwashed myself because my mind was dirty, so I watched it. And this guy's audios, I would listen to it. And he kept saying, who do you listen to? 
Only listen to people who have what you want or have been where you've been. And ultimately, listen to yourself at the end of it all anyways. I remember listening to that, and when I would go, my mom, my brother, my dad would infuse these doubts in me, like, this doesn't work. Why are you selling door-to-door? I'm like, because I want to learn sales. Because yep. I know I'll get rich that doing that. Like, sales is important. You want to do seminars. Yeah, oh, it's going to be hard. Who the hell is going to listen to you for seven hours? Well, guess what? I had 50 people in my first seminar, seven-hour seminar, ever. Uh, have you held a seminar before? And it's like, it's kind of a very cold way of thinking, but it's kind of necessary It is in entrepreneurship. I'm not trying to make you a cold person, but... This part of your mind, you have to make it a little bit like strict. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you give me any type of opinion, I'm gonna immediately qualify. Like, is it even valid? My mom turned around, like, you know, go do this instead. Businesses, you can't do that. I'm like, mom, have you done it? No. How do you know? You know, you want to make a you want to make a person who just talks like inaccurately. They have no facts about things. You want to make them a little shaky or uh, you know shut up. Just ask them how do you know? Because they don't know. They don't know how they know. You know why? Because they don't know. No. <laughs> they don't know how they don't know and they don't know. No. You know. So, ask a person. Yeah. I, I I'll end it with this. We got to end off. Yeah, yeah. I'll end it with this story. I get we you know we work closely with the Thinking Girls Institute and the president. Uh, thinking girl, which he's a personal mentor of mine. And he has a son. His son is multimillionaire. And his name's Sonny. And, um, and Satish, the president of Thinking Girl, he tells this story a lot and it always inspires me. He goes, you know, the way, you know, what, what you tell a child from a young age is what they believe, right? You got to set their standards. And he goes, you know, when I was, uh, you know, when Sonny was just a boy, he used to hang out with his friend Johnny. And Johnny one day comes up to Sonny and goes, I'm going to make $100,000 a year one day. Because that's what his family's uh, belief systems were, that yeah. that's a lot of money. And one day Sonny comes to his dad and he goes, Dad, Dad, Johnny said he's going to make $100,000 a year one day. Do you think I could do that too? And he looked back at his son and said, Son, you're going to make $100,000 a month one day. And he goes, Wow. Okay. And guess what, guys? To this day... Johnny still hasn't made $100,000 in a year. But Sonny's made hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I know because I pay him $1,000 an hour for coaching. On just mindset and spiritualism. <laughs> on how to run a business. He's a multi-multi-millionaire. Third largest tutoring company in the world. Because of how you think. And you know why? Because his dad has been there and done that. He had a qualified opinion, so he put the right seat in his mind. So don't expect your parents or your family or your loved ones to do that for you. Do it for yourself. And let us do it. We're here right now. We're telling you it's possible. Absolutely. So just realize that where you put the standard in your mind is where you're going to go. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any feedback, questions that you want, make sure you go to askarmin.com. Post your questions and we'll get to them as fast as possible on these shows and get them answered so that you get free coaching so you can get some breakthroughs and start to clear talk, to clear walk towards your goals. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe (laughs) button, that little notification bell so that you can get notified every time we release new videos every single week on growing your coaching business and improving yourself as a coach. And uh, is there any other closing remarks? Because like usually we do the whole share, share, share or Um, leave a comment down below. Yeah, leave a comment down below. Let us know your thoughts. Likes, comments, concerns. Yeah. If you agree, if you disagree, we yeah, want to talk. If you hate us because we just offended you, like put it in the comments. Yeah, we want to talk, right? Let's let's see what's up. Let's get ready to rumble, right? Let's let's have a fight. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we don't want to fight. We don't fight, but you know. No, we just went. I'm joking. So. <laughs>
But this, right, we made this change for you guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is our community. You can post on the wall, you know, start discussions. Yeah, you're in the group right now, High Ticket Coaching Community. If you're not in YouTube, make sure you go oh, join. Oh, yeah, sorry. We'll yeah. leave the link down below, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Take it away. Okay. We'll leave the link down below so you can join the community. If you're on Facebook, guys, um, you know, use this group. The more you engage, the more you'll get out of it. If you Absolutely. can't even engage in a group on a daily basis, you, how are you going to keep engaged with your goals, with your business, with your clients? So use this group as a practice ground. I'm also going to be doing a lot of things in here as well and answer your questions. Yep. At any moment, if you post a question, I'll answer it in the group. Make sure it's like a 24-7 forum in this program, in this group, for you guys to get as much as you can. Absolutely. Okay. And listen, if you need help on your coaching business, if you really want to go out there and scale in your marketing system to generate leads, to get clear on your offer, your program, and you know, if you're not the type of person who's like, let me go figure out how to build a business and we'll hire an expert to show me how to build a business. If that makes sense to you, don't book a call. If it doesn't make sense to you, if it doesn't, and you're like, that makes no sense, I should get help, then you can book a call. And pretty much, I'll leave a link somewhere on the page. In the YouTube. Um, in the YouTube and in Facebook. Uh, and if you guys want to book a call and speak with us, like we'll help you out. You know, it's a free call. There's no strings attached. We'll find out for a good fit. And if your coaching works on our model or if what you're thinking about can work, uh, and we'll help you out. We'll show you what that looks like and pretty much help you get started and start turning your passion for helping others into a profitable coaching business. We love you guys so much. See you next time on Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time in the group and on YouTube. We'll see you soon. Until next time, make the rest of your day the best of your day.